Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast episode 49 and today we're starting a new series about all the enemies of the creatives, the performers and artful athletes and also their impact on an artist's mental health and ability to create because I feel it's needed. After having spent you know the past couple of months questioning my own approach to creation, after having talked and seen too many good performers and creatives chained up by what they now see as the norm in the industry after hearing you should do this for free one too many times or well this will only ever be a side job or seeing friends and good creators sabotage themselves because their experience of working within the creative industry has made it hard to believe in themselves and their own idea. And I'm personally done with that. I am so done, so done of seeing the pattern repeat themselves and witnessing disheartened creatives crippled by fears and limiting beliefs that have taken over their passion and mindset. And the fact that from an institution to the next, you see these patterns fueled. You see that there's actually not much done in the realm of mindfulness and wellness within the arts still. That worries me big time. As mentioned last week, I've just wrapped up a theatre production that was also live streamed. And I want to say a big thank you to everyone who tuned in and who sent in lovely messages because it went straight to my heart. And I must say it was wonderful. It was so wonderful. I mean, Greek mythology, strong female characters, storytelling, that's my jam. And this aside, I got to work with a bunch of fun and talented creatives and I'm deeply, deeply thankful for this experience because it had been a long time since I'd last performed in front of a live audience. I hadn't left the industry though. I'd coached performers and non-performers, assisted on productions for many years. I also worked front of house inside a theatre. I was still involved in different parts of this world. I just took a different role, one that I still enjoyed and was good at getting people to pronounce languages they weren't fluent in on stage and on screen, get people to open up vocally and speak and sing with confidence and allow themselves to just be loud, be heard and be who they are. And I get to do what I do today. Correction, actually, I get to choose to do what I do today because I took a step back and looked at my other skills and created something new out of it. This this I celebrate. This I'm so proud of. It's not every day you get to create your own job. It's a very Sherlock Holmes moment in my eyes. And why Sherlock Holmes? Because actually there is a line in The Sign of Four when he gets to describe the way his mind works. I crave for mental exaltation. That is why I have chosen my own particular profession or rather created it for I am the only one in the world. I am unique and so are you. We're all unique. So if we don't find the shoe that fits, if we don't find the profession that really suits all of our aspirations and needs, then if you have what it takes, if you feel you can, then go out there and create it. Personally, I think it's the best thing you can do when you're in that position. If you can't find the job, the activity you want, or that would satisfy you on as many planes as possible, then look at your skills, look at your talents and shape them anew. Create your own opportunity. 
In English, you guys say, make your own luck. And that's what I did. And for this, I am deeply grateful. For the younger version of me that had experiences which led her to believe that she first needed to have made it before auditioning and creating. For her, I have so much sympathy. Because she was ridden by limiting beliefs imposed on her by society, by ridiculous demands of her own industry, by certain institutions. And all of this went to fuel an unhealthy mindset when it came to believing in her own abilities and her own creation. I know for a fact from my previous clients, from conversations with fellow creatives of all realms, from witnessing and experiencing myself burnouts, breakdowns and anger in performers, singers, painters, writers, creators, I'm not the only one who's encountered it. And if we're to keep on creating, to keep on exploring the world and its stories, humanity and its emotions through the lens of creation, we need to be aware of the limiting beliefs and patterns along the way and find ways to cope and heal from them, healthy ways, not, you know, just dumping books and saying the standard, take a nap or relax when you see someone being stressed. So that's the theme, guys. That's what we're looking into for the next few weeks. Imposter syndrome, confidence issues, safety in your creative space or mindfulness in your rehearsal room, how to look after your creative self so that you can always come back to who you really are and not let your expression be consumed by the negative, the diminishing and limiting. The beauty about this new series is that even if you're not a performer, even if you don't see yourself as a creative or a speaker, you will benefit from these episodes because all of this is transferable to your own field. Imposter syndrome does not just prey on artists. Self-censorship doesn't make a difference between who it targets. Self-worth and self-confidence transfer themselves from life to art and expression and vice versa. Will there be some breathing? Yup. Will there be some coaching homework? Yup. Will you get toolkits to work through your own stuff? Absolutely. So, let's get ready. We're starting next Thursday, and if you have any questions in the meantime, if you need help with expressing yourself or just fancy a chat, get in touch at The Artful Athlete on Instagram or directly on my website, theartfulathlete.co.uk. Hang in there, get creative, and I'll speak to you soon.